Welcome to another episode of What the Shuck the Podcast. I'm Muddy River Sports Editor Matt Shuckman, and hanging out today with the guru of the Muddy Buddies, Muddy River News Publisher, General Manager, and Joe Namath fan, Bob Goff. I just really like the jersey. I did like Namath, although I'm not I, that I was going to say... I don't remember Namath. I remember Namath like early 70s. He still had some flashes of brilliance, but uh, the shouldn't jersey's you, sweet. Shouldn't you be wearing another number 12 jersey? I have that one as well. I save that for special occasions like when the Cowboys are playing. Yes. So that's when I will be wearing that Sunday night when they're playing the hated Redskins. And they will beat the hated Redskins. But that is a that is a spe- this is just, it's more of a sweatshirty material. Yeah. So it's kind of, this is casual, I wear it, whatever. It's not jersey material. No, no. It's just it's a sweatshirt that looks like an old Joe Namath jersey. Yeah. But I no, when Roger gets worn on special occasions. Gotcha. Cowboy playoff game, primetime games, stuff like that. Understandable. So, and I remember a lot more. Well, you know, I remember watching Roger a lot more than I do Joe Namath because, of course, when I was growing up in the 70s, Cowboys were always on. Right. You'd catch Namath on an odd Monday night game or something. So, and then, of course, his that last year in 77 with the Rams was. <laughs> not pretty. No, not at so. all. Okay, obviously the, the Roger Staubach jersey is the holy grail for you. Yes. Are there any other jerseys that you, you know, that have that sort of sentimentality? Is there another player from a different sport or? Uh, the baby blue Keith Hernandez. Okay. Uh, from uh, late 70s, early 80s. Um, I still think it's a travesty he's not, he hasn't gotten a sniff of Cooperstown. When you look at his accomplishments of the gold gloves, but the, co MVP and the uh, the two world titles, he finished uh, top five of MVP voting three times, I think, and of course yep. won the one co MVP with Stargell in seventy nine. But that, yeah, that's one that I I'd, I'd like um, basketball. I mean, Doctor J is my all time favorite player, but I think okay. it's kind of goofy for guys to wear basketball jerseys at my age. So. <laughs> um, those are probably okay. it, uh, you know, and then a, probably a Brett Hall, old school yeah. Brett Hall jersey. Those would probably the, be the big ones that I, I would get. I did recently acquire the powder blue Willie McGee jersey. Nice, yes. So that's uh, that that and the the one I don't have. I have every single one of his cards is a Johnny Bench jersey. I don't have a JB jersey. Really? Yeah. So. That'll be the next purchase. You need the old school gray button up yes. on that. Oh, no question. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a Pete Rose jersey, honestly. Yeah. Um, because I always loved Pete growing up. But uh, and when uh, it was when they were talking about him, his when his he made his first free agency for a you know seventy nine, and the Cardinals actually had inquired, yep. and uh, I believe. Uh, Gussie Bush even offered like a beer distributorship as part of the package or whatever. But, uh, and I think there was talk that he was going to play third base or left field or something because, you know, he would hurt Andes there, so he wasn't going to play first. But, right. Um, and of course, he had played all over for the Reds for all those years, just wherever they needed him. They just said, hey, we, we need your bat. Just get in the lineup. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, would be a, that would be a sweet one uh, as well. Maybe you need to tell your kids that next year at Christmas, here you guys go. Here's an easy gift for dad. Yeah, I gave them just the, the easy stuff this year. A couple of hats because my bald head gets cold. Um, <laughs> certain types of booze, uh, sweaters, vests, that kind of stuff. So You're a vest guy. I'm a, I am a vest guy, yes. I, I still haven't figured. Andy Douglas, when we taped the uh, yeah. the video interview with him and Kevin Meyer, had the vest on. 
I, I still can't figure out the vest thing. Yeah, I, I like the vest. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's easy, and I have I have a red vest to go with my green Namath jersey because it's Christmas time. There you go. So, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah I've been rocking I've been rocking vests a long time. So so it's been an interesting year um, in many regards, but a, a very interesting year around here. Are you able to celebrate a a Merry Christmas because of how everything has transpired this year? I am extremely happy. Um, my, uh, my partners, uh, Jim Rapp and Mike Kinscher for extremely happy. Uh, we want to make sure all of our friends who are helping us like you, David, Steve, Ron, everybody are happy. So, uh, but yes, I think that if you, to, you know, when, when, uh, when I, when we got this thing rolling in the spring, I kind of had a, well, if we're here at this point, come January 1st, 2022, I'll be happy. Right. Um, no, I'm, we have surpassed all of that because again, at that time we didn't know we were going to do sports. Yes. Um, but then when you and I began having conversations like, okay, let's make this happen. And I think that has really, you know, it's, it's added so much because again, the audience, this is a this is a very sports savvy and a very sports nuts area. So we wanted to have that. And back when I did my you know websites, the previous incarnations, I just didn't have the staff and couldn't make it happen. But you know when you and I talked, it's like okay, we can we can make this work. And uh, and I think it has so far. And I think it's you know it's we want to just keep doing things like this, the podcast. We want more video, we want more video interviews. We just want to do all that kind of stuff. And I think in 2022, we've done a real nice job of of gathering content and letting people know we're here. But I think uh, in 2022, to take it to that next level, it's consistent podcasting, it's consistent yep. video, along with your outstanding Hall of Fame worthy writing. Well, I, I think the the next the evolution of this. You're right. A few more podcasts, a few more videos, a few more ways to engage the the listeners and the readers a little more, and I think more projects because I think the the current project that we have on our website right now, as we unveil it week by week, the fifty after fifty of the small school basketball teams, uh, has already been a big hit, and we're only five in. Very much so. Um, the conversation that has been generated by that has just been—it's been great. We've—I've had many casual conversations off to the side. People, and again, I'm—I mean, I'm no part of it. I mean, I saw a couple of the teams played, but I certainly deferred to you know the experts on this. Like, look, you guys, I you just take care of it, and you really have. I mean, you know, you guys and you and David and Donnie and yeah. Ron and all the whole group has kind of gotten together and said, okay, this these teams or here, these teams are here. And yeah, so you talk to somebody out in the street and, you know, should so-and-so be 45 and should so-and-so be 35 and... (laughs) There's going to be debates up and down the line. And talking, you know, the coaches and, and listening, you know, David's done a ton of interviews so far, and I've been, and I've kind of, you know, since we're here in the office together most days, I'll listen to some of them. And you, when you listen to these guys talk, whether it's, a, you know, a Lee Bennett or some of these other players from teams back in the day, and it makes me kind of like, well, you know, these guys, I mean, I remember seeing some of these guys, but, again, I didn't, I didn't really start following West Central Illinois basketball until the early 90s. Uh, but then I got to look in just other things because, of course, I've known Lee a long time and, you know, coached or, or saw his dad coach and, right. and did some play-by-play and stuff then. But then you look at some of the numbers and, man, Lee Bennett's won a lot of games. No question about it. <laughs> like, whoa, more than his dad. Yeah, and if I mean, he's and been if, very and, successful. And, and had you said something to me a year ago, um, you know, before we kind of got things ramped up and I started sort of halfway paying attention to local sports again, and you just said, well, who has more wins, Lee 
uh, Bennett or Dave Bennett. I said, well, Dave, obviously. And no, Lee's got more. And it's like, wow, I... Again, it's cool stuff like that yeah. that I think people, you know, they're going to read our stories, which talk to the players and the people involved in those specific teams, but then they're going to go look into and remember and talk about the guys like, you know, not only the, the coaches like a Dave Bennett or a Mike Frey or, or Scott Douglas or whatever, but they're also going to talk to all these great players who they saw over the years. And, you know, somebody will bring up a name like a, a Kurt Meister mm-hmm. from Hamilton. Yep. And, and that was the first uh, state tournament I ever got to cover on the radio. Mike Moyers, myself, and uh, Lauren Wallace did those games on WTAD because I think Ron was, like, sick. or Ron Because back then, Ron Kentriff did a ton of games for TAD. Correct. But he had some other project. He couldn't go. So we went, and that was my first taste of a Class A state tournament. It was a blast. Um you know, I think you know. I think Staunton ended up winning the whole thing. I think, and then uh, they had the I kid. Believe Hamilton took fourth. Hamilton took fourth. The kid from Cairo was on the team, and he who who played in the NBA. I, yeah. play, I think he played for. Did he play for Don Chaney. He played for Temple. Yes. Nesby. 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 Tyrone Nesby. Yes. Yes. He was a stud. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You start talking about reminiscing about these tournaments. Like the a lot of these teams have gotten to a state tournament, reached a super section. A lot of the teams on this fifty after fifty list. So then you start thinking, talking about the teams that they either beat, the teams they lost to, the teams they played against, and then the names keep popping up of guys that you saw go on and play at a major college level, or guys who were part of Illinois basketball history. That, that you just sit there and, and the reminiscing has been so much fun, and, and there's a lot more to come. And again, you know, we've, you know, we've had, uh, you know, it's weird. It's kind of the, the success of West Central Illinois basketball. You know, of course, you know, it was always, you know, when it was the one class system, it was Quincy and then everybody else. Yeah. Then when we broke into two classes, Pittsfield sort of had the stranglehold for a long time. And then when Pittsfield, you know, dynasty, you know, after they won the title, Pittsfield, you know, basketball didn't, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, they were still really good, but they weren't what they were before. And we said all these other teams start coming in, the West Pikes, the Paysons, the Warsaws, the Navus, QNDs, all got their their taste of, of state tournament action too. And that was just really cool to see all these other schools, you know, get those opportunities uh, for, for, to go to, Peoria, Champaign, yeah. Peoria, what have you. Now it's back in Champaign this year. Right. But still, as, as we've all bemoaned, all of us who kind of follow this, you know, of course it's now the four class and not the two class. But I'm sure there were people back in the day in the early 70s who thought that going to two classes was going to be the detriment of, there were, of basketball. There were people who fought it, no question about it. And uh, Cheryl Hanks, former Quincy High School and Quincy College coach, was part of the push to make it happen. And uh, – he made, you know, he and that's when the IBCA, the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, was founded, early seventies, and they they helped push this through, uh, and it was a godsend. It really was. I don't think pushing through to four classes has been a godsend. No, not at all. And uh, again, it's just it waters it down. They've done the same thing over in Missouri, and it's just. Again, I think I think small. You know, you had the small school, big school cutoff at a thousand or seven fifty or whatever. I think that's a great barometer. But again, we are in this kind of mentality. Oh, you know, that everybody has, everybody gets a trophy mentality, and uh, I just don't think it's great because you know you used to go to those Class A tournaments and you know they they shut. I mean, and I think they probably still do shut off the lights if these towns go. Yeah. But it's a little different. It is a little different. No question about it. But you can look forward to that. We're going to run that series 
all the way through the end of basketball season. So right now we're at number 46 as of today on Wednesday, uh, December 22nd. And again, we're going to keep pumping those out week by week. And you can follow along. Uh, make sure to go to MuddyRiverSports.com. Um, and we'll have the list. And feel free to comment. Feel free to chime in. Feel free to tell us what you think or if you think we missed the boat on somebody. Well, and the other thing is, people, we're just we're just now starting this series. And I've already got people texting me and asking me when I see them on the street, well, what's next? What are you going to rank next? You rank the girls next. You rank players next. <laughs> I'm like, well, can we at least get like halfway through this series first I, I before can, we decide to start on our next project? Well, I can give you a project that I'm going to start in the spring. And I started this on my own. Um, more than a year ago, I started collecting baseball cards of people from Quincy or Adams County who went on to play professionally, and then also Quincy University products that went on to play professionally. Um, and as as you dig into that, you find some cards of people you've never heard of from way back when. Um, Pinch Thomas from Camp Point played for the Boston Red Sox. Never heard of him. When was that? What, like 1912. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's I, it's crazy the ones I've been able to uncover. And so the project I want to do is turn that into a project for us and get hold of some of these guys. Some of these guys that are still around. Obviously, he's not still around. No. But but the Russell brothers. Oh, yeah. You know, and 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 a lot of the, some of the Quincy University guys and some of the, uh, the I mean, we've had people from Payson who have played professionally, people from Quincy, people from Central. You know, I want to tell their stories in a more unique way and showcase those baseball cards. You mentioned that. And, of course, uh, Paul Russell, you know, coached for a long time golf and basketball at Camp Point Central and, yep. uh, you know, was golf pro out at Arrowhead back when it was Arrowhead. I don't know what it's called now. but uh, it's, still, it's now it's Arrowhead, Arrowhead again. again. Okay. But, anyway, and he was great, always great to deal with, always liked talking to him everything. I don't recall a lot of interviews with Rick Russell locally. Well, I've been told that he doesn't do many interviews, doesn't talk much about with anybody. Talk, doesn't talk much about his career or anything like that. So, where does he live? I was I, Pennsylvania. Okay, is what I was last told. Was Pirates, Pirates, his last team. I believe so, but I have to Giants, check. Pirates or Pirates, Giants, one or the other. And I know but, he had the stint, stint with the Yankees too. Yeah, so we're gonna. You know, I mean, but yeah, he was. I mean, twenty game winner, pitched the yeah. World Series. I mean, I mean, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I would love to be able to have the opportunity to talk to him. Uh, will that happen? We'll see. But that's going to be one of our spring projects. And we're going to have some more. You know, obviously, the, the big one this winter is the 50 after 50. Yeah, and again, with the timing of uh, the whole, uh, you know, the split of the classes back then. And, uh, and again, I think it's just been something where, you know, we sit down and we talk to, you know, all these folks, uh, you know, you and Donnie and David are, are cranking out the bulk of these things. And, you know, I, it's just it's just great to see, uh, you know, the excitement when people walk up to you and say, oh, this is really cool. And it's like, well, it wasn't my idea. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm the captain of the ship, I guess. But this was just a great idea that these guys came up with. And it's very entertaining and exciting. And I think the thing that, uh, you know, when again, when we talked about wanting to make this a total uh, site or the two sites with Muddy River News and Muddy River Sports, it's the fact that there, you know, we, 
I, I admit that there's a lot of crossover, people who read both, but I think we have a pretty good chunk of people who are just sports nuts or just yeah. news nerds, and they're just going to read those, and they're, the, the two streams are not going to cross. I think that's uh, I think there's a segment of the audience that is that way. Um, and again, the, the And the, the guys and the gals who, who love sports and want to talk about it and want to tell us you know, their thoughts on these great players, great coaches and teams, it's just bring it on. We, we love to hear it. We love the feedback. Well, and, and the interesting part is, and it's something I want to do after we get through the holidays and into the first of the year, is I've had a couple of people who've wanted to talk to me when I've been out and about about the 50 after 50. And there's a couple of them I want to bring in and do a podcast with because I know they're knowledgeable of of the high, of high school basketball and, and are, have paid attention to it and to hear their opinions and to get their thoughts on on all of it would be really neat. I, so I think that's going to be another element that we add to this process and this project uh, as we move into the first of the year. I want to draft Todd Fox into doing that too. Well, yeah, he was one I want to talk to. <laughs> I'd already planned on that. We ran into him at uh, Kelly's the other day, and he was just so geeked about it. And well, he walked up to me. I'm like, who's that? I didn't recognize the beard. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so then we start talking to him. I'm like, oh, okay. And he was just, man, he was so geeked out. It was it was, it was, was like watching I, I had a guy come a up to me and, and was mad at me that we didn't include him in the conversation of picking the teams. He's like, you know I know everything. And I was like, yes, you do. You know a lot. So we'll we'll – yeah. We'll let you chime in at some point. That would be Jake Tenhouse. Oh yeah. Who who and I'm in all in all honesty, probably knows as much about Illinois prep high school basketball, certainly at the class A level, for somebody his age, you know, he's late thirties, than anybody I've been around. Yeah. You know. Um he's just a guy that, that just breathed it and then you have up. guys like uh, our, our our dear friend eric irvin who while he is quite non- knowledgeable the uh the blue and gold blinders oh would be my. very difficult for him to remove in this process I, and we cu- do have to have a little bit of uh, objectivity here i'm cu- i'm curious whose blinders are bigger the uh eric irvin's blue and gold blinders or the blinders as he put it the officials have their blinders on at Tuesday night at Monmouth Roseville, <laughs> he was he was a little miffed on the air that how that game played out. Yeah, he was miffed uh, Saturday night, of course, when uh, we went and had a uh, had an iced tea and some dinner after the uh, QHS Q and D game. He was still a little frosty then as well. So I know we're getting into the holidays and and, and trying to everybody's going to have their family time and stuff. What are you looking forward to? Whether it's Muddy River News, Muddy River Sports. Coming up in 2020, 2022? Um, I think it's just the daily presence. While, you know, while, you know, we, I hired, you know, we hired a bunch of old print guys, but again, I was a TV guy at first. So I want us to get more into doing daily video, daily audio podcasts. And I think that's the thing that I'm, I'm, you know, going to focus on more. And I mean, I know we have to cover the nuts and bolts of the city council meetings, county board meetings, yada, yada. But I really want us to have more of a regular video slash audio presence because, again, that's, you know, we can't just be the the newspaper on the internet. We have to do more. And again, you're, you're shuck on a truck interviews. Those are great. Um, you know, and you're, you're cranking those out now that you're off the disabled list. God love you. Thank and, God. Uh, and, you know, David, when he had state of play and all these things that, and now the things that, that you know I'm going to do it's like okay we're going to do this we're going to get this done and to have a daily like video update of hey this is what's going on in in muddy river land you know yeah that's the, that's going to be our focus well it's we've had some 22. challenges this fall uh just in our in our little newsroom in general 
myself included, you know. <laughs> yeah, we all, you know, we both got COVID. Yeah. You know, you know David's father passed, um, you know, your knee. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but so we're I'm getting, just, we're as getting there. As, as long as I can stay out of jail, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I pray. I pray you don't <laughs> go to jail. Jeez. <laughs> I, I think the CEO of the company would be a little mad if you oh, ended up going to jail. She's yeah. We had uh, this. You know, it's again. She's uh, my wife is is fantastic beyond words. But this morning she sent me a text, and it was just a statement about something we were doing this week. And I went, I don't know. Okay. And I went. She's like, I'm asking you. I'm like, you're not asking me. There's not a question mark there. <laughs> don't criticize my text. I'm like, honey, there's a difference between a statement and a question. If you're asking me a question, yes. Pose, put the verb in or put the question mark in so I know it's a question. And then she's like, sends me this bitmoji, rude. I'm like, sorry, I love you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know I've lost this argument already, but you made a statement. You didn't ask a question. Yeah, well, good Good luck making up for that one. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're, uh, next, uh, the other thing, 2022 is 30 years. Oh, wow. The 30th anniversary. Very nice. So, yeah, I, uh, we'll, we'll be doing something. And That'll uh, be fun. Are, are you going to make, are you going to, like, a big trip, or? I, I hope so. You know, we okay. were married, we were married on the 4th of July, and, uh, so, you know, we've always, uh, many of our anniversaries have been spent at Bush Stadium, which she's okay with, but not that okay with. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, there's something, like, we need to just get and go and do something this summer. And, because, again, That'll the last two years, I mean... I went, my mom and dad have a place in Florida, and I went down uh, right before COVID and spent a week with them and went to spring training and did all the fun stuff. And then, you know, two weeks later, the world shut down. Yeah. And uh, so now it's kind of like, yeah, we haven't been anywhere. So we want to, that's, yeah, I want to do something. So, you know, but again, you know, in this last year, you know, been a little busy with uh, you guys trying to build something cool. And uh, I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, next year uh, we can all, uh, you know, again, we've, we've all been caught up in the rush of making this thing good, making it happen, making it positive. You know, ne- at some point in 2022, I want us to all just kind of stop and smell the roses at some point and say, okay, this is, and whether that's, uh, you know, a, a day in, you know, May, June, July, whatever, but it's like, okay, let's, let's look back and, and, and say, okay, we, we're, comp- we've accomplished something. Here. Well, it's funny because the sports site, MuddyRiverSports.com has only been live four months yeah. and I got to keep reminding myself of that. Like we're only four months into this. I remind Jim Rapp of that all the time. He thinks <laughs> he wants us to be CNN, and it's like, dude, I, I let's just let's, let's pump the brakes, okay? Your, yeah, your, your heart is in the right place. Yeah, you're, you're, you're thinking the right stuff, but just when it's like something, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make that. Ha-. I said, look, that's on my radar. It's on my list. It's gonna happen. But then you know, you'll have a conversation two days later. Hey, how are you in this? I'm like. We're at the same place I was two two days ago, but it's go, we're it, it's still it's still on the list. It's very high on the list, and we're going to make it happen. But the fact so. that people want us to succeed, that yeah. want to see us grow, yeah. is a wonderful thing. Yeah, the uh, the advertisers, sponsors, all of our friends who you were really happy to see us all kind of come together and uh, and pick up the baton and 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 move this thing. And you know, hopefully, you know, we you know we look back at this thing in in ten years, and you know, we are the voice of the region, and we're growing. Going in leaps and bounds, and we've got a whole news sports room full of people, and that's that's what we want. And then you know, I can go retire and go to Cardinal games all the time. So sounds like a not plan. in ten years. It's going to be a little longer than that. Yeah. So same with me. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, joining me on the podcast, and thank thanks for uh, for everything and making this 
this happened. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Same New to Year you. to you and Michelle. And uh, again, I'm glad you're uh, glad you're doing better and uh, get your ass back to work. I'm working. I'm, I'm walking. Hey, that's better than what it was. This, this is, is work. work. This I is tell work. people it's things like this. It's like this is work. That's it's not right. like I'm not doing anything. This is this is work. That's and right. it, but we love it. But it's work. Thank you, sir. That's for that's Thanks, Bob sir. Goff, publisher of Muddy River News. I'm Matt Shuckman, editor of Muddy River Sports. Have a wonderful and Merry Christmas.